The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Miracle of Healing, where we come together every week to discuss and discover a roadmap to healing. I'm your host, Lisa Campion, and I hope you can join us since the world needs all the healing it can get. And we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Mind, Body, Spirit FM. Hi, everybody. I'm Lisa Campion, and this is The Miracle of Healing. So we have a little bit of a different show today. I'm just going to talk with you about what do we do when when we encounter maybe one of the spirits of the dead? So we're going to call this show Dealing with the Dead. And, you know, I work as a psychic, and this has been something that I've been experiencing my whole life because I grew up in a really pretty haunted old house. And throughout my childhood, I would experience ghosts. And they were, to me, like sort of members of my own family. And I would wake up in the middle of the night um, and see what I called the gray people kind of hanging around in my room. And honestly, I always thought my house was really haunted, but I actually think it's because I lived there. If you're a psychic that has a lot of mediumship ability, or you're just anybody that has a lot of mediumship ability, mediums are psychics that specialize in talking to dead people. But if you have that, you're going to be like a ghost magnet and attract the spirits of the dead that are hanging around. So really any house that I've ever lived in has become pretty haunted. And the ones in my house when I was little were kind of sad and lonely and a little confused about why they were there. They were lost in trying to find their way home. And I was almost never afraid of them. I knew that they were unsubstantial, that they weren't solid in our dimension, They inspired actually a lot of compassion in me. So I would feel bad for them, especially when I was really little. And I noticed that when I would talk to them or listen to them, they would kind of brighten up. And sometimes if I listened enough, they would disappear. They would cross over and go away. And sometimes that's all they need to do to move on. Other times what they need is somebody to break the news to them that they're they're actually dead since they don't always seem to know. It's really a lot like in the movie, um, The Sixth Sense, when the little kid says, they don't know, they're dead and they don't know. Sort of true. That's pretty true. And often I would witness this moving on when these other beings of light came in that I knew later knew that those were angels. And they would come in and create a portal for the these gray people, the, the stuck, uneasy dead to cross through. It was such an uplifting, beautiful experience. A lot of times I would cry when they left because there was such a feeling of joy. And I think that like what I really want to say about this is that my experiences with this were really different from the Hollywood version of what we think of as ghosts, which still has this very frightening 
you know, like the ghosts are sort of hell bent on tormenting living humans, especially the poor, you know, hapless psychics. So we get a very distorted view of what is really going on. If we're watching paranormal TV or horror movies, they're kind of dishing out a lot of misinformation about ghosts. And even though I really enjoy watching those, I love horror movies. I still love horror movies, especially ghost stories. And I love paranormal TV shows, but it's not really a great place to get information, if, you know, accurate information if you're looking for what's really going on here. And I want to spend some of our time together right now kind of debunking information that these shows teach us about what ghosts really are, how they impact us living folks, and how to help move them on. So let's start right off the bat by kind of clearing up some of these misconceptions. We, you know, these TV shows and movies would sort of have us believe that every single house you've ever been in is chock full of the evil dead. And they're not. Actual ghosts are relatively rare, unless you're a ghost magnet, and then you kind of, you know, you're going to attract them to you like we already talked about. And sometimes what we think is an actual haunting is really something else, like residual energy or perhaps another type of spirit. And Hollywood movies love to portray ghosts as evil, dangerous, malevolent, powerful, the ability to, like, huck things across your house or hurt or even kill you. And that's just not true. Um most ghosts, 99% of them, can't, don't want to and can, couldn't even if they did want to because they have no substance here. There's not much they can actually do to harm us. There's nothing really demonic about ghosts. Um, not every ghost is a demon in disguise like they, you know, like the horror movies would have us believe. I think that the important thing to remember, ghosts are just people. They're lost or stuck or they need help. And it is true that if you were a jerk in life, you can be kind of a jerky ghost because people really are a mixed bag. I'm not sure dying always improves our temperament all that much. But the spirits of the dead are just pretty much like the spirits of the living of living people really are. And if we keep thinking about them as people who need help, it's a lot easier to handle this when we actually encounter them. And I think to really understand what a ghost is, it's important to think about what happens when we die why some people get stuck, and what we can do to help them cross over. So what makes a ghost? What makes the uneasy dead? And really, although it's a bit uncomfortable to talk about and think about, the truth is we're all going to die at some point, right? It's perfectly normal. In metaphysics, we die twice. So the first death is when your body dies. Your heart stops beating, your body shuts down. And that's the first death. The second death happens when that spiritual or energetic aspect of the person, their soul essence, sometimes also called the etheric body, that's inhabited the physical body, leaves, leaves the physical body, and hopefully leaves the earthly plane. And we actually know quite a lot about this process by hearing the stories of people that have had near-death experiences. You know, they die, they get revived, they come back, and they share with us the experience of that that is remarkably similar across, you know, cultures, across time. It's a really, really interesting um, study, near-death experiences. But people in general report this sort of feeling of floating out of your body, moving towards sort of down a tunnel, right, towards the light until your this etheric self is rejoined with your higher self up in heaven. Or I, when I was little, I called it soul world. We can call it heaven. And that tunnel or gray area, sort of this transition space that we go through 
that actually corresponds to the astral plane. And sometimes a person gets stuck on the astral plane and they don't make it to shadow world. They don't die the second death. It's usually one of these things that prevents that from happening. Sometimes it's because somebody dies so quickly and unexpectedly that they don't know they're dead. Sometimes it has to do with trauma or attachment or the loss of free will, especially if they're victims of fatal accidents or murder. Sometimes it's fear about what happens to them after death. So let's break that down a little bit more and kind of dig into each of these things. It might seem odd to us that we don't know we're dead, you know, going back to that movie, The Sixth Sense. But it is often true if you die suddenly and outside your sort of generally appointed time for death, that can be a shock. And I think that we all know that we have a time that we're kind of die. And this is a little bit of a mystery. It's part of the mystery, I think, of life. And when our appointed time of death is, I don't know, it's a mystery to me. I can't even, even as a psychic, I'm not sure I can answer what that means, except that I will tell you, I think it's sort of a contract between our higher self and God, really, when your time to die is. And we know it really on an instinctual level. We might say, oh, it's really sad, but it was his time. You know, we have kind of a feeling that we're knowing that somebody died inside the proper time for them to die. And spirits know that too. It's a process we're all going to go through. When we get interrupted, or we die before our appointed time, we have a little bit of trouble handling that. It's the shock, often it's often accompanied by violent or unexpected death. That shock of that dying outside your own timeline creates trauma and attachment, denial to the ending of their life that can make it really difficult for them to cross over. Things like sort of ran- the random death of being hit by a drunk driver, dropping dead of a heart attack, accidentally overdosing or some other sudden death, especially if it's a traumatic one, can leave that person sort of confused about what's happened. And if they refuse to accept this new reality, they can get stuck in the shadow lands, this sort of gray place in the astral plane. And also like if the death is traumatic or there was a lot of trauma leading up to their death, it can kind of create a heavy emotional state that needs to be worked through in order for the person to continue their journey over to soul world. And that can be like an accumulation of trauma before they got here or the trauma that they experienced in their actual death. And I I mean, I always say like clearing ghosts is a lot like doing therapy. You know, it's just that sort of same processing of the trauma can help release them from that shadowy place that's in the middle. And when I was really young as a child and seeing these shadow people, all this, the shadow people, not the dead, stuck dead people all the time. I knew they were stuck in this death state because they would they would show me what they looked like. It's kind of, I used to call it their dead face. They were stuck in their death state, unable to process what really happened to them. So they could look a little, you know, corpsey, like a little, like what we think of when we think about ghosts or see in horror movies. And it was a little strange as a child to see a lot of that. But I don't know, I was just so used to it that I knew they were in trouble. If they showed up that way in their death state, I knew they were in trouble and needed help. So attachment is another reason why people can get stuck as ghosts. We become attached to the people we are, you know, that we're with, the places that we've lived, and to actually life itself. And this would be like the soldier that won't leave their post or the parent that won't leave a child. And they can really just get lodged into the aspect of life, unwilling to let go of that. It might also be because 
there's strong religious beliefs that hold them here that have to do with what they believe is going to happen after they die. If you, for example, if you think you're going to hell for eternity, you might not want to go. Um, especially if you, if you know, if you were really naughty in this life and you think you're going to go to hell, you might really hang on to this dimension so that you don't go there. And I've never, I've never actually seen actual hell in all of my years of psychic visions. I don't think it's, it doesn't exist the way we think it does in some of our religious and faith traditions. But the other thing that can happen is if you don't believe in any afterlife whatsoever, sometimes you get stuck. If you think that you just disappear into nothingness and that everything that you were is going to be gone when you cross over, there can be a reluctance to do that. It's also really important, I think, to make a distinction between ghosts who are the uneasy spirits of the dead and the spirits of people who have successfully crossed over. Ghosts are like the freaked out, needy spirits of people who are lost and need help. They don't make great spirit guides. They're not here to help you. And in fact, they need help from us in order to complete their transition back into soul world. That's very different from your spirit guides. That would be your beloved dead, like your beloved granny who, you know, who passed over peacefully, died in her sleep, passed over peacefully and has come back in her spirit form to help you, assist you, cheer you on like a spirit guide. So we need to make a distinction between those two. Our beloved dead have really made that deep transition back to soul world and they come back as spirit guides to offer us comfort, help, advice, right? So we want to make that distinction. And then the other thing that we need to keep in mind is that you might be having paranormal experiences um, or psychic experiences that are like a, a quote haunting, but aren't actually a ghost. So there are other things that it might be some other type of spirit that we're encountering. Sometimes what we're experiencing is residual energy. That's like the leftover human emotional and psychic energy that hangs around people and hangs around places where we've lived. That residual energy sort of accumulates over time and creates a heavy, dense energy that we experience if we're sensitive, right? And we might feel that in places like hospitals or, you know, hotels, battlegrounds. If it's residual energy that's making a place feel creepy to you, then space clearing techniques can help considerably. Or we might be experiencing a non-human spirit, like a nature spirit or some of the other lower astral entities that hang around. So it can be that. And other times people jump to the conclusion that it's a ghost when it might be a helpful spirit. So sometimes newbie psychics kind of panic when they feel, let's say you wake up in the middle of the night and you feel um, the presence of something in your room with you. You might just freak out and be like, oh my God, it's an evil, horrible, demonic ghost when it's just your Uncle Fred who's around to help or it's your angel who's trying to do some healing on you while you're sleeping or it's just a random spirit that's walking through your room that you're now sensitive to because you're, you've been studying some psychic stuff and waking up your psychic abilities. So we don't want to panic. We want to kind of, um, you know, get curious and do some exploring about what that might be. So... We're going to talk right next about how to communicate with ghosts, but let's take a real quick break. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. 
Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hey, we are back and we are going to talk about like, how do we tell if it's actually a ghost and not one of the other things we were just mentioning? So here's sort of a checklist to go through. You might be experiencing cold spots or other inexplicable temperature temperature changes like drafts or cold flows moving through your room. You might feel like you're being watched or there's another presence in the space with you. Maybe objects that are light, like under two pounds that are moving around, like your keys, your glasses might move around. Sometimes ghosts hide things when they want us to look for something or try, they're trying to give us another message. We might feel or sense an emotional heaviness, like fear, anger, despair that kind of won't clear from a space. Especially if you're an empath, you may experience that because as an empath, the ghosts are going to try to share their feelings with you. Um, so we can be sort of emotional actually while they're around. We might notice that things like lights, TVs and other electronic devices turn on and off because uneasy spirits of the dead can manipulate electricity um, and electrical objects even more easily than they can move things, which is a, really a bit difficult for them. So those manifestations are a really good indicator that you have an actual ghost around rather than some different kind of haunting. And sometimes they seek out the living to ask for help, especially they're especially drawn to psychics and paths. And particularly if you have that natural gift of mediumship, they may be attempting to communicate with you to share their experiences by running those experiences through our open psychic channels. That's like they're saying like, oh my God, look what happened to me. They are attempting to work through their trauma by sharing their experience, which is what we all do as humans, right? And if you're a physical psychic, you're going to feel things in your body, which really isn't always that much fun, you know? Like one of my friends who's a physical medium swears that he's felt every single way you can die since the spirits of the dead are always showing them how they feel in a very physical way. If you're an empath, you're going to have that strong emotional sense when they're around since they broadcast their emotions to us. They're like, oh my God, I was so afraid. Sometimes when we're afraid, we feel a lot of fear when they're around. It's not actually our fear. It's their fear that they're pushing on us or projecting towards us so that we understand how they feel. If you're an auditory type psychic, you might hear footsteps. You might hear voices murmuring. You might hear taps or knocking. Sometimes we'll hear um, voices underneath like a white noise. Like if you run a fan or an air conditioner, you'll hear murmuring under there. That's a real kind of, if you uh, excuse the pun, dead giveaway that there's, there might be a ghost around. Sometimes we smell things like smoke, perfume, cologne, and particularly the spirits of the dead that know us or knew us might share a fragrance with us because our, those fragrances are very connected to our memory. And like I know when my grandmother shows up, she's not a ghost. She shows up as a spirit guide. But I know it's her because I smell, I think of it as the inside of her purse. It's such a unique smell. And there's no other smell like it, but it's anytime I smell it, it reminds me so much of her because smell is the sense that's most closely related to our memory. 
And if you're a visual psychic, you might see apparitions, mist, shadows, or movement out of the corners of your eyes. But whatever you're perce- uh, perceiving, it's really up to you to decide what to do about it. It's totally fine if you want to set a boundary and just tell the ghost to go away. You don't have to, just as you don't have to deal with every single living person that comes your way that needs help, you also don't have to deal with every dead person that comes that way. You can decide up to you. Often, I don't like to do it in the middle of the night, <laughs> so I'll, which is often when they show up. I'll be like, oh my God, I'm sleeping. Can we talk tomorrow morning? Like, you know, and eventually I decided I was going to have office hours and make time during the week for them to visit or ask for help if they need it. And I consider that kind of in the, in the spirit of community service. Um, but I do try to help them out just, you know, because it's, it's the nice thing to do. Now, if you want to help them find peace, here's a couple of things that you can do. Make sure, you know, if you're going to try this technique, Make sure you're really grounded before you start. So you want to do some breathing, some grounding, put yourself in your energy bubble and ask your guides to show up and help you. I think like kindness and compassion is a really good way to go rather than anger and aggression. So that I just recommend that you try that first and maybe like introduce yourself. I always say, hi, I speak out loud and I say, hello, my name is Lisa and I'm speaking to whoever's in this space that's no longer living. And Wait and see what happens, you know, when you do that, kind of break it to them in a kind way that they might be dead and that they have a choice to leave any time. Remind them that there's help waiting for them on the other side and they they will be forgiven and will have the opportunity to forgive and resolve things once they leave this dimension. There's really no resolution for them here. They're often stuck in a loop of trauma, sort of experiencing this repeated trauma over and over again. And, you know, if you say like, it's all resolved, all is forgiven, and all will be resolved if you cross over, and there's peace there. Sometimes they want to share their experience with you, as we've been talking about, and um, this is called the witnessing. And it's a lot like, like therapy for ghosts. I always say like, clearing ghosts is like doing therapy, but they don't keep your office hours or or pay your fee. (laughs) Sort of true. So we might again, ask for help in this circumstance. So call in your guides, call in your angels, ask the deity of your choice, you know, like call in Archangel Michael or Jesus or Buddha, Allah, Allah, Kuan Yin, whoever you connect with spiritually, ask them to be present. And basically what you want to do is ask those higher level beings to open a portal to the other side. You don't have to do it, but you can ask for divine help to do that. In the name of Jesus, Buddha, Allah, I ask that any lost spirit here receive the help they need and to find their way home. And that's all we can do. We sort of have to leave it to our spirit helpers. If they don't want to leave, we can't force them to. That there's nothing more stubborn than a stuck ghost that doesn't want to leave. Sometimes if you find yourself in that situation, that's when you need to call in a professional, you know, a psychic or a paranormal team to come in and actually, you know, if it's harder than that, you probably need some professional help. It's not really possible or kind of force a ghost to move on since they have free will, even when we're dead. So like I said, most of the time, that's really going to work for you. And if it doesn't, it's time to call in. Call in somebody who really knows what they're doing to help you out. Anyway, I hope that's helpful for you in understanding what happens when we die, why some people get stuck, and how to cross them over. That's how we learn how to deal with the dead. And thank you so much for tuning in here today. 
I hope that you like what you're hearing and you subscribe to hear more of this. If you want to visit me on my website, it's lisacampion.com. I hope you come by and visit. I have a lot of free resources available for psychics, healers, and empaths. My goal in life is to help psychics, healers, and empaths fully step into their gifts because I think the world needs all the healers it can get. And that's what we're doing here on The Miracle of Healing, where we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Mind, Body, Spirit FM. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.